Good afternoon, I'm Malcolm Jordan and this is your Midday News Fix for Thursday the 14th of December. Fair pay agreements are no more, with a bill repealing them passing its third reading in the House this morning. The FPAs introduced last year triggered collective bargaining if 10% of a workplace or 1,000 employees wanted it. New Workplace Relations Minister Brooke Van Velden says they were never about fairness. They forced a minority of union workers' views on all affected workers and businesses. Labour's... uh, Camilla Bellich says the people who would benefit most from FPAs are New Zealand's most vulnerable workers. Our bus drivers, our hospitality workers, our commercial cleaners, some of the people that clean this very building that we're in. And the House has been in urgency since Tuesday and has already amended the Reserve Bank Act. The Land Transport Amendment Bill has passed its first reading today. Transport Minister Simeon Brown says the scheme was flawed and has to go. Which gives effect to the National Party's commitment to ending the Ute tax uh, within our first 100 days. New Zealand's GDP fell 0.3% in the three months to September. It follows a revised 0.5% increase during the three months to June. The gross domestic product for June was originally reported as a 0.9% climb. Jacob Jones has more. StatsNZ says all goods producing industries were down in this year's third quarter. The decline was led by a fall in manufacturing driven by petrochemical, plastic and rubber sectors. Transport, postal and warehousing were also down with fewer goods exported in the quarter. The police watchdog has found police used excessive force in six instances during last year's parliament occupation. The IPCA has ruled spraying protesters with a fire extinguisher, pushing a woman to the ground and deflating protesters' tyres wasn't justified. Police accept the findings, saying there are lessons to be learned. Deputy Commissioner Jevin McSkimming says the protests marked one of the most significant policing challenges in decades. He says officers has faced an unprecedented level of violence and vitriol. He says overall they exercised an extraordinary amount of restraint. Kiwi Rail's been left high and dry after the government decided to scrap Cook Strait ferry upgrades. Work was already underway for new ferries and port infrastructure, but Finance Minister Nicola Willis says it's now too expensive after blowing out to over $3 billion. Chief Executive Peter Reedy says they need to go back to the drawing board. This is the most complex marine engineering project in New Zealand. I think we've got to ask ourselves, who's funding this going forward? The Livestock Export Chair says he believes banning livestock exports cost the economy nearly half a billion dollars and is delighted the government's talking about reversing it. An independent review showed live exports could damage our reputation for animal welfare. To sport, the return of Michaela sokolic beetson and the selection of the uncapped Amorangi Malasala headline the Silver Fern squad for next month's Nations Cup netball tournament in England. Golfer John Rahm has decided to avoid public events until February after agreeing to jump from the PGA Tour to the Saudi-backed Live Circuit. And two of Russia's top swimmers have only been drug-tested by their country's anti-doping agency twice apiece this year, raising concerns about how clean the country is for next year's Paris Games. I'm Malcolm Jordan, that's your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update at 5pm from the News Talk ZB Newsroom.